Welcome to the Fit to Talk podcast. What is happening, team? Thank you, as always, for listening. We try to make your life a little bit better every time you join us. And to remind you that fitness doesn't have to be boring. <laughs> Very my fair lady of you. Thank you. <laughs> Someone's in. <laughs> right now, you're listening to one of our talk or sing episodes <laughs> in which Bobby and I do pretty much this. Uh, and if you like what we do, if you like whatever this is... I don't know what this is anymore. <laughs> then please leave us a review. It would be super helpful. Oh, please do. Please do. <laughs> right. Let's cue the music. Oh, someone's in. <laughs> Uh, we've, we're in a lovely place. Uh, I've had more. Of, <laughs> what, what, mentally? Uh, mentally, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Uh, mentally, that's quite an interesting uh, point. We went to see. Uh, this is a seamless wow, that transition. Was, that was. Un, that was. I wasn't. None of this is planned. That was not intentional. We went to see a friend of yours' show. We did. We went to see uh, Joe Trasini's show. Yes. And yeah. what was it called? Uh, Ten Things I Hate About Me or Which Myself. Named after his book, right? Yes, named after his book. Yeah, and. Uh, what an experience that was! It really was. It was. Um, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. I, I, I know we spoke about this beforehand, and it it was like it was beautiful. Mm. I, I thought um, just to see somebody so open about what they are going through, and so generous with kind of what they were saying and how they were trying to help other people. It was just, yeah, I, I, it really, it hit me in a way that I really didn't expect. Um, because I'm not the most emotional, like outwardly emotional person. And I got home afterwards, and I, I, I've known Joe for 15 years. He, we met, I met him on the same uh, show that I met Sam on. So, um, it's a very, it was a very special show to me, and I was such good friends with Joe for such a long time. And then I got home, and I just absolutely burst into tears and for me that is a really unusual thing so i i, I didn't quite realize how much that show affected me until i kind of stepped away from it yeah I, I, i'm not surprised you know i didn't know him before i know i know him from uh, instagram lockdown fame perhaps <laughs> yes when he uh he released those videos which were sort of commenting on well actually he was dancing the original ones wasn't he he was he was yeah yeah and he was sort of also providing a commentary on it with like strange names like beef toe was the beef thing toe. That, uh, that people really really <laughs> he always used to do with. one back in the day called the reverse otter the reverse otter and now i want to see it yeah it's beautiful he does a beautiful reverse otter um and he he gained a lot of uh, popularity because of that i think yeah. uh, during lockdown and uh lots of profile and he's uh, fantastic at bringing lots of awareness to the different mental health problems but particularly uh, his own as well um which we won't go into uh, uh, too much detail of here because uh, we're not experts in that no. specific thing but it was a really powerful thing he's released a book as well mm. of the same title i think i mentioned that earlier on and uh, the show he had this whole show planned and he was really honest when we turned up wasn't he on on the stage uh, my fear when we i go to any one person show is yeah. that it's going to be like that thing from friends <laughs> where chandler ends up uh sitting and watching this woman and she goes um 
you know, uh, why don't you like me? Chapter one, my first period. I was like, it's 100% <laughs> going to be that. Uh, just because it's somebody telling their yeah. story. And uh, it, in the sense that it was one person telling their story, it was exactly like that. Yes. And in yeah. every other way, it was nothing like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but he he stood and he spoke to us about what happened in the afternoon show during which he had had what how did he describe it uh, he said a panic attack, attack yeah having a, a panic attack and had to essentially cancel the show right and then i'd come back and gone okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do this next show i'm gonna i'm gonna try it but then the entire content of the show was on an ipad that then wouldn't work and didn't function so he was trying to essentially create a show from memory slash nothing with little bits of it on his phone. Mm. And so we got this really yeah, honest version of somebody, I think. Yeah. It was it was a truly like remarkable kind of experience. It was it was yeah. unlike anything I've ever attended before. I've not ever experienced something quite mm. like that. Very unique. I I, mm. I was very emotional both during and after it and as I said like I didn't, I don't know him mm. as a person, but it, uh, so I can only imagine how that uh, was affecting you. Uh, just to see where he's at now, you know, to go yeah. and have somebody be so honest was was something. It really was something. Um, and I think it's such a, that show, I, I desperately hope he does it again. I mm. desperately hope somebody gives him the platform to do it or an extended run because I think I think it would benefit so many people. Yeah. Also, I learned a lot about his condition, you know, yeah. which was yeah. uh, really really valuable. So you get both entertainment, like he writes these fantastic songs, and he actually has a beautiful singing voice. Yeah. And he's playing on uh, was it Steve? Steve the, the ukulele. <laughs> um, yeah, it was quite an experience. It really was um, because he is he is in, just incredibly talented. Mm. And then the the way that he can kind of use that talent to describe and explain his condition is is just wonderful. Um, and his interactions with the audience, his interactions with the audience were hilarious. So he's so quick; it's just crazy. Comedy bones. Ah, uh, ah, uh, he's so good. But That's, yeah, go. He's in Panto. He's in Panto. Go yeah, watch him in Panto. He's in Norwich. Um, he play, he did us a little segment of how he's going to finish the panto after mm. the song sheet and it is beautiful there were like i think people are going to cry and it but in like a yeah. wonderful like joyous way at the end yeah of it's the worth panto. mentioning sometimes you go oh i'm going to be learning about mental health and you're like oh god this is going to be heavy and and it is we've just said it was very emotional but i think when people really really lean on the just the negative side it, it, you go into a sort of i go into a sort of processing place mm. but when when you combine it with everything that exists in life, right? All of the joy, all of the all of the good things and the happiness and the wonder of life with this other stuff, that's mm. when you you get the fullness of that experience. And it's it's moving and wonderful and devastating all at once. Yeah. That's why I think it's so powerful because you don't know how to process the emotions, right? There's because there's so much contained in something so beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, go and see him in Norwich. Absolutely. Well. Well, I guess we should get on, on to topic. Let's do it. Which is how to train at drama school. But wait, Stefan, don't I go to drama school to train? My God. <laughs> and this isn't how to get on a train to go to drama school. 
There's so many ways this could go. Yeah, and, and neither is it your... We're not telling you how to do your training at drama school. No. Although we could. <laughs> you could. I could. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help anybody. I'll tell you, do it well. There you <laughs> Just go. do it well. But we mean uh, how to train in a fitness sense. Yes. Alongside your drama school training and in order to complement that uh, specifically, which I think is something... Everyone we talk to almost ever that has been to drama school has really struggled with. Yeah, I just don't think there's, uh, I don't think there's the education in place in general. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking, I don't know the current situations, mm. but um, in the past, this is certainly true. Even in the recent past, like the, the education hasn't been there on how best to train in the gym in order to benefit your performing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that knowledge exists within drama schools at the moment. Exactly. And whether you're an acting student, a musical theatre student, or just a, a dance student, or even a music student, then maintaining that physical fitness is essential for performance enhancement and injury prevention during mm. this time period. Like, it's actually crucial. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to miss out on things in drama school. Um, and... You know, I love a study. Oh, God, yes, I love. No, I, I love that you love studies because... It's what I do on the train. It's what, yeah, it's your joy. I feel like you find... This is a, we're going off on a tangent. This, I feel like you find a lot of joy from, I from love studies. Study. I love it because it's, it's both sort of completely factual and every study has errors. Like, every study has yeah. problems about it. So, you know, you can find a study to support any any outcome you yeah. just need to then look at the quality of the study and, and it's yeah. uh, side so uh, or check out some meta that. studies oh god yeah of oh, giant yeah. Where studies where a little meta analysis of like a bunch of studies that's those are i think are, in in general if i ever do read a study Helpful which is rare i like to read the meta analysis because i'm Same like it, you kind of you kind of iron out a few of those like kinks of like the bias and all that yeah, stuff so you kind main. of you see the overall thing but anyway Hit me. Okay, so uh, I'll hit you. Uh, okay. Numerous, numerous studies. Yes. Numerous, numerous. Okay. Yeah, yeah. More than one. I found three. One was about a study. Well, two were uh, other studies that I um, read on the physical demands of dance. Have shown right that the cardiorespiratory requirements uh, hit people with what cardiorespiratory requirements are, Bobby. Jesus. <laughs> the cardio basically, so, uh, basically uh, you go. Go on. Sorry. The demands <laughs> on your cardiorespiratory system. So heart, lungs, blood circulation, oxygen, blood. Simple as that. Uh, of dance classes are significantly lower than dance performance. Even if you perform the dance at the end of a dance mm. class, the demands on that system are significantly lower because of what happens when you perform. And that gap between the uh, class and performance, okay, it leaves dancers in training or musical theatre students in training completely unprepared for the rigour of performance and the industry afterwards. That results in lots of things, like, right? So fatigue, both mentally and in a muscular way, and quite often, injury. That is bad. <laughs> That is bad. We do not want injury. Now, uh, in addition to that, this high frequency of injury in dancers, which is prevalent everywhere. Like, I don't know a dancer that's never been injured. No, it, no. It, it, there might be one as an exception. Yeah, I mean, but... but that's been linked over and over and over again in these studies to an insufficient level of strength and endurance so that they're not training their body to complement their actual workload. Now, it's been recommended from every single one of these studies that dancers train, specifically dancers in, the, in these, yeah. train strength. 
specifically in areas of the body that receive extra load while dancing, okay? And then they also practice, this is crucial too, high-intensity interval training, HIIT mm -hmm. training, which really closely simulates a performance setting. Which it does. It really does. Like, HIIT training is so similar in so many ways to dancing because you think, like, by and large, you're not doing a dance for... 30 minutes you're not doing a consistently the same level of intensity dance for 30 minutes that would recreate like list training like yeah, yeah. low intensity steady state training it is hit because you're going to do like a 30 second burst of something absolutely crazy then you might have like 10 seconds to just chill out a little bit and then you're back in for another yeah. 30 seconds so yeah hit training very accurately kind of replicates yeah. performance now whilst that's amazing and required and as a drama student you do need to be doing hit training it's quite likely that your drama school might provide that. Yes. And the reason for that is it's quite easy to program terrible hit routines. Oh, it really is. So you will probably be going through, but you'll still be getting some benefit from that. It's just mildly risky. Uh, whereas the thing you'll be missing is the other stuff, the strength training, which is really where we want to want to focus, right? Because you can go to a class for your hit training. So if you just yeah. went to went to a class for that, that that's fine or you can find places to do that with relative ease but the strength training is what's missing uh for most people and that's why like okay we need that we need that also i, I love saying this because it's true and uh, i think people have said this for years and now it's being backed up right uh, so a study by uh it was by the medical problems of the performing arts Right. Medical problems with the performing arts. Ooh. Capital letters and all of those. Oh. Uh, they, they said that musical theatre performers mm. are the, uh, I'm going to say, triathletes of the performing arts. I couldn't agree more. They did say more than that, but I just... Yeah, <laughs> I love that was the entire study. Yeah. <laughs> that was just one sentence. But it's true. Like, I think, I think we, as performers, undersell what we do. Like, mm. obviously... In the grand scheme of things, like we are stood on the stage performing. It's not like we're not, so we're not like healing the world. We're not, um, not Maybe curing. we're mentally healing the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not like surgeons. Saving we're we're, lives, we're not yeah. saving lives. Um, but what we do do is incredibly intensive. And we undersell it and we go, oh, yeah, we're just doing some dancing, we're doing some singing, we're doing some acting. No, no, no we're, we're athletes. Like if you look at any athlete in the world and you go, oh yeah, like they're at that peak physical capacity and physical ability and performers are, are do that, but in multiple, precisely multiple kind of forms. That's the thing, the multiple discipline thing yeah. is what's really important for us here as well is that the demands of a physical performance, right? You'd say, okay, I need to be able to physically perform at my peak here, right? This is dance-wise really intensive. By the way, you also need to sing at yeah. the same time, let alone perform it from an acting perspective, whatever it might be. But you go, okay, well, that requires certain breath work, relaxation and tension in certain places to hold to produce a certain sound, which might contradict your dance training. And both things need to be able to happen together and require incredible uh strength and a oh, knock my own microphone there <laughs> what i don't have is proprioception hey. <laughs> like, uh, like that fantastic ability to to combine two sometimes conflicting disciplines yeah and safely do that you know uh, you know singing obviously requires a uh, huge uh well breath work and when you're when you're 
inexperienced in this, when you engage your core, you'll completely shut off your stomach from breathing and you'll dance up top, which is mm. what young dancers tend to be taught to do yep. when they're kids. And then we need to do the opposite. And then, you know, there used to be that thing about dancers would be like, somebody would be telling you to suck in your tummy. Yes. <sighs> <sighs> Shall we? But yeah, but it, it's interesting. Like, I think if you look at other sports, uh, in the world, and you go, okay, so footballers, for example, footballers play the sport. Mm-hmm. Fine. They do their training in which they like run drills for the sport. Fine. They also go to the gym. Strength train, yeah. They strength train in order to support what they're doing on the pitch. You go to dance class, and that is, the, that is your training. Mm. You do some stretching, maybe outside of it, and you do dance class, and that is the training. And I think this is where, in general, we're missing a trick in performing and in dancing. Is that we're we're doing like we're practicing the actual like technique of of it loads. We're smashing that out, and we're practicing the performance of it loads. Great, but are we doing the necessary strength training in order to support that? Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning how that supports that as well, right? So when we do things like HIT, we're usually training muscular endurance, right? So yeah. the, the stamina of your muscles in order to maintain that ability. Let's put it in an analogy of a footballer, right? They're, when they do drills, they're they're repeating those same things over and over again. Let's see how my muscles can deal with this demand. By doing strength training, you make your body and muscles stronger and skeletal, yeah. skeletal system, can't speak, Uh in order that the demands you're putting it under are less. Literally, the, the stress that your body's put under is less because they can deal with greater demands. So the demand of doing a, a fuete is going to be significantly easier for your body the stronger you get. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why people don't do it, but uh, <laughs> we won't labor that. We're just going to tell people why they should. No, <laughs> no. But uh, another, I've got one more study. Go. That I can remember. <laughs> oh God, there's more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might think of more, but it was just under half. So I think it was forty six percent of uh, participants in the study, yep. which were musical theatre performers, uh, reported uh, receiving or experiencing uh, two injuries each year, mm-hmm. and around thirty percent. But I'm not sure. So forty six plus this thirty percent, which made for seventy six percent of people taking part. Thirty percent had three to four injuries per year. So you're looking at 25% of performers that took part in the study were uninjured yep. or had more injuries than that. The others were in between one and four injuries each year. That's a, that's a lot of injuries. And when you consider kind of the lifespan of a, of a dancer as, as a, like yeah. of their performing career is, is not the longest. 15, 20 years if you're lucky. Yeah, you're cutting out a significant chunk yeah, and of that time, almost always those injuries were uh, experienced in the lower extremities. Obviously, right? You, you talk Inevitable. In everything from toes, metatarsals, ankles, all the way up, uh, all the way up to the hips. So, when you hear that, if you're in training and you listen to that, surely you must go. I need to be one of this 25%, right? Because it is possible. It's not a secret. They, sometimes it's just bad luck, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you get hit by a bus, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be healthy like the rest of the time. Yeah. Like if somebody kicks you and it breaks your leg, you can't do anything about that. But 
you have to do everything you can because no one's paying you when you're not working. Like as simple as that. Also, just in general, for your health, you should probably probably be working on that. <laughs> <laughs> for your health. Yeah, for your health, for you your should health. wonder. Uh, and the rest of this podcast, I'm going to be speaking like this. <laughs> hey, he's a wise guy. Yeah? <laughs> uh, you've got an app, I'm going to join you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please, let's stop this. this could, we would commit to this and do this for a while. We would, and then people would leave. Yeah, and actually, I would rather they stayed. Uh, yeah, we want you to stay, because this is the good bit. Yeah. Not our, not our voice choices those aren't the good bit <laughs> no, no, you're totally <laughs> this right. next bit is the good bit it is so i think we should tell people or students that are about to train at drum school or are training at drum school or about to leave drum school mm. what's in it for them well i suppose you could break this down into a bunch of different things like let's look, look at look at physical benefits so physical benefits of which there are many 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 <laughs> many benefits um you uh, will have increased energy, mm. um, better ability to sleep and recover, yep. which we know is key. We've spoken about that a lot in the past on podcasts. Um, love that recovery. Uh, also improved stamina and endurance. Yep. Muscular endurance is often something that is overlooked, I think, when it, particularly when it comes to dancing. Muscular endurance is so important. <laughs> so, so important. Or you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also increased strength. That's a big part. Yeah. You want to increase that strength, uh, particularly muscles that are underdeveloped potentially for, because of your dancing, because of the way we learn to dance. Certain muscles get underdeveloped, so it's important to focus on that strength. What's your favourite benefit physically? Uh, I mean, I do love increased energy, uh, but I'm going to go with the uh, better ability to sleep, that recovery. You do love a recovery. You know I love recovery. Maybe it's just because I love sleep. <laughs> I'm going to go 100% in on the energy. Yeah. Because I'm like, I want that energy boost. Uh, otherwise, yeah. I want to sit on the sofa and not do anything. Whereas when I have trained, then I'm doing all those household tasks like they're nothing, right? If I go to the gym, I come home and I, I do the washing up and then I, I will put the washing on and then I'll tidy the house because I, I, I'll, I've got the energy to do it and I feel good about yeah. it. Uh, unless I'm in a really horrible calorie deficit, which never happens, by <laughs> the way. Um, uh, yeah, you, you, that, <laughs> that might happen. If you are doing this, but you're not eating enough, you won't get these benefits. Yeah. yeah I mean, and the nutritional side of all of this is so important. And yeah. we hark on about that a lot. A lot. But um, yeah, you, if, you, if you are going to train, which you absolutely should, you have to have the nutrition to support that. Um, but that is a separate truth. So physical discussion. benefits is point number one of yes. why students should do this while they're at drama school. Huge, huge physical benefits. Point number two mental benefits so uh this is probably my favorite thing to talk about when you're at drama school because okay. I, I think it's so demanding yep. on you mentally to jump into that place uh, and you know uh, that growth in confidence that you get and ability to focus mm. uh, is so important when you jump in like it's not something to be taken lightly no when you rock up to drama school, it's an entirely new social situation. For some people, it's a new social hierarchy. They used to be at the top. They used to be the big fish in yeah. a small pond. And now they get there and they realize they might be at the bottom of this group talent-wise at the moment. 
you know, or, or achievement wise. And that can be really, really tricky. And in every class, if you're getting corrections in dance and constructive criticism and notes everywhere over and over and over again, if you don't have anything else to support you, sometimes you can really lose your way. And you do see that a lot. Yeah. So when you do strength training, uh, when you have that increased confidence from that, you can get a sense of pride, right? And one, one in just completing a workout, yep. two in improvements that you can see and measure every day going, oh, I'm getting stronger in this. And that's always wonderful. You're like, <laughs> oh man, I'm smashing this. This yeah. is going well. And then if you rack up 10 wins in a gym session in the morning before you then go to drama school, it's way easier for you to deal with the 10 knockbacks that will come your way that day because you're there mm. to learn, like it's going to be part of it. So hopefully your mindset can take those on board. But if not, exercise will help. Plus stress reduction. We all need a little bit of that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes. A little stress reduction. Uh, is there anything else? Mental benefits? No, I think that kind of covers it. The mental benefits are huge and uh, they're often overlooked, I think. I mean, we are becoming more wise and it's becoming spoken about a lot more about the ben mental benefits of working out and of exercise, but it's still downplayed. It, the mm. mental benefits are huge and so many great things. Oh yeah, we were saying, we chatted about this before, that uh, in America, the wild, wild west of medicine, mm. I might say, you know, they've started uh, prescribing for a long time, like yeah. actual strength training uh, and exercise of various kinds, but recently strength training, uh, to depressed and anxious people rather than medication because they found that it's more effective and soon the NHS will start doing the same. We love that. Supposedly. Who knows? Fantastic. Well, those mental benefits are huge. And they lead on to, I think, our third point, which is the social benefits. Oh, what's a social benefit? Ooh, what Bobby? is a social benefit? Well, I mean, I, I think there's working out and exercise can be such a social experience. Mm. It really can. And I, I know a lot of people go, oh, no, that's just you on your own in the gym. No, it can be. It absolutely can be. And for some people, that's great. And for some people, that's what they want. But like you, you and a few friends go into a gym, have a great time li lifting weights. Everyone's improving their strength, improving, finding those mental benefits. Like it's a lovely social thing to do. You can bond with friends, with fellow classmates. And you're, if you're going to your drama school, some people might have the same interests of going into the gym to train and you might go with somebody who is matched to you physically like uh, in terms of strength and then you can go in and push each other and challenge each other and it's a lot of fun and yeah you're i think you're you're really passionate about the social benefits right like yeah a lot of the, the uh, your experience in in this realm has been on creating this experience for people right that that will change their day and leave f having them feeling fantastic about themselves alongside all the other stuff yeah like and, and this again this ties back to mental benefits i always think you want to leave you want to leave the gym feeling better than when you walked in mm. even if it's only a tiny bit better yeah it's only a tiny bit better the the benefit of le of coming out of the gym i always talk about in my classes about how are you going to feel when you walk out the door yeah like when when it's tough in a class when everybody's struggling how is it going to feel when you walk out that door it's going to feel amazing like, it's kind of, uh, I like to think about this with, you know, like games when you're growing up, which would like an RPG would have like levels, right? Where you, you can yeah, level yeah, up yeah. stuff. Oh, I'm level 10 in this now. God, love leveling up. A hundred percent. It's addictive, <laughs> right? You step into a gym and you're in a room with, 
I don't know, maybe 70 people to 100 people, 150 people, whatever, uh, if it's just a you know wait room. Mm. Every single one of those people is gaining experience and trying to level up their, their gym work. You're in a room with people working on themselves. And you might say it's a solitary thing, but it isn't. Unless no. the gym is empty, it isn't. You're in a room with people focused on themselves and bettering themselves. And that is powerful, right? Yeah. Saying it's a solo experience is like going to a, a, a dance class and saying it's a solo experience. Like you're learning your own routine. You don't interact with anyone no. else during that time period. But it isn't a solo experience. Yeah, you're right. You actually are. You're really right. Like it, it really isn't a solo experience because you're completely on point because you're in that room all together looking to achieve something, mm. looking to better yourself and looking to look after yourself. You're, you are in, everybody in that room is investing in themselves. In a hopefully really, really positive way. And quite often, depending on what you want out of it, you have opportunities to meet new people yeah. in that setting. You know, there's a bunch of like-minded people. They are all doing exactly what we've just said. And, you know, every now and again, somebody will go, oh, can you spot me on this? Or somebody will go ask for advice. When you're a personal trainer, people ask you for advice yeah. all the time. It never ends. <laughs> um, uh, which is, it is joyous, but it does never <laughs> it end. Never uh, ends. It's really hard to get through a gym session most of the time, if people know you're a PT. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, you can meet new people, especially in class settings. Yeah, I mean, classes are such social places, and I think a lot of gyms and a lot of studios have kind of cottoned onto that and gone, "Yeah, you know what? We need to really embrace this community thing." Like I've um, recently started working at Orange Theory, mm. and uh, they their focus is so heavily on community, and actually, it's wonderful. Mm. It really is wonderful. Like. I've taught at a lot of studios and uh, the, it, there is a different vibe in there. It's like, it's such a positive, like welcoming environment. It, like the members have all become friends. Like they go on nights out together. They've got WhatsApp groups. I'm like, this is amazing. That was the very similar to when I was at F45, yeah. right? It was exactly like that. There were nights out for the members, like WhatsApp groups, like people there's like friendships like forged in the fire of this yeah. experience because it's so difficult. Each workout is like tough that they sort of go through this thing together and encourage each other quite often. When they when they get more comfortable and they know each other, then you'll have li people literally encouraging yeah. other, like their mates from across the room. And it's it's a nice... It's a nice, nice feeling. And it's, it's something, yeah, it's such a great benefit. It's such a wonderful part of fitness, I think. The final point, as yes. to, uh, me... Uh, desperately trying to convince anyone listening. <laughs> if you're not convinced already. Why they should do this. And that is that it will enhance your abilities and support your growth as a performer in the three disciplines, right? So yep. acting, yep. you strength train, you do some resistance training, you're going to understand your body better. You're going to be more in your body than ever before, which is something that comes up quite a lot. Your physical awareness and ability to be present will improve because you are constantly sending signals through to every part of your body that doesn't happen otherwise. From a singing point of view, you tell me your breath control doesn't improve when you run 10K or when you do a hip class or mm -hmm. when you have to pick up a 150 kilo deadlift. Yep. Like you have to be able, it's the same support oh, yeah. muscles that are bracing that and then finally dance. I mean, <laughs> it can enhance so many abilities. What you want? You want to jump higher? Strength train. Yeah. You're gonna jump higher. Oh, we, I use the jump higher thing as a as a, a as a thing for this every time, right? Because I'm like, you want to jump higher, but it's not even just your jump. Like, that's no, no, it, it's not even just your jumps, right? You're 
your ability, your muscular strength is going to improve your turnout. It's going to improve your, your posture in ballet. It's going to improve how your arms move fluidly, how yeah. your arms move in jazz, your ability to move quickly, your speed. Yeah, your explosiveness, like hitting, hitting those points, going through like quick choreography where you've got to really yeah. hit a mark, hit a, hit a count, like that's going to improve. Yeah, and your ability to hit a position and hold it there because your physical awareness yeah. is better. And yeah, it's that knowing your body thing. Like it's, it's, if you ugh. dance at all and you're not strength training in the gym, <laughs> you're a fool go, go right now go go stop <laughs> listen to this on your way to the gym <laughs> yeah pause pause the podcast <laughs> then no, start no, to head to the gym and then <laughs> restart it no we'll wait we'll yeah. wait <laughs> oh, we will wait this out uh, uh, I nearly uh, fell over on my chair yeah. um, they lean back really far they lean back really far <laughs> I think we've done some serious stuff there I think but it, it is yeah. worth mentioning I think my favourite thing to get you to say oh, God. which is Fitness should be fun. <laughs> or the opposite. Fitness doesn't have to be boring. Exactly. One of those is true. They're the same. <laughs> I was like, which one? Wait, which, which one is true? Have I said something wrong? No. Which it's is a lie. lie. Fitness, we, we espouse this as the reason yeah. this podcast exists. As a reason Fit2 exists, right? Is fitness is meant to be fun. Like moving your body is fun it's a fun thing to do like let's explore let's see what can happen let's let's do that it's do not i was chatting to somebody yesterday who uh used to do your bakery in lockdown mm. and uh it was after you left ah, and nice. <laughs> uh, and they were saying i absolutely loved his bakery because i, I did um workouts with other people and they they i did one of two things right focused primarily on the aesthetic on what part of my body would look good at the end of this which insinuates that it doesn't look good now, or Ugh. that now I had earned the calories I could eat more at the weekend. Oh God, I hate all wrong. of that. And they said, what they absolutely loved about your workouts was that it was it was intended to be fun. It was like, we'll do this, and we'll make this fun. We'll enjoy mm. doing this. And that's what keeps people coming back, right? Like, uh, uh, that's what we're trying to do, to go, yes, you want to be doing this in a targeted way. You want to do it cleverly and well. Don't waste your time. Right? So you want to get yep. fantastic information from trusted places so that you know you're doing something that is appropriate for you and will get you closer to where you want to be. And at the same time, not to be miserable as sin when you're doing it. No. Like, let's have a... You look miserable as sin. <laughs> just, I, I'm just stuck in what you were saying about the people who talk about what part of your body is going to look better at the end of the workout or yeah. now you've uh, the one I hate I really can't stand where people are like oh you've earned your dinner now <laughs> what <laughs> what no no nope no because you should be having dinner anyway oh it makes me so angry <laughs> oh, i've got that like burning rage <laughs> let's oh my god let's get away from the burning rage for the uh, so let's just have some fun let's just like like let's just go work out and have some fun let's tell people how to do that Let's tell you. Tell, yeah, you go. You got. I've got. You, you I got to work time. off this rage a little. You love bit. recovery. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a little nap. So we're going <laughs> to catch up with me. You're at drama school. Yes. Here's what we recommend that you do. Okay. This is a general thing. So of course, everybody's advice would be different. But if you kind of follow these, uh, I'm going to say rules, then uh, you can. But obviously, nothing is a rule. If you are too fatigued, etc. If you, um, if you actually need a break, then listen to your body. You need that recovery time. But yeah. we'd say, oh, right, God, I love that phrase. Always listen to your body. 
and properly listen. Sometimes yeah. you get false signals. Mm. But that's a whole other episode. Uh, resistance train, i.e. weight training. Go and do it. Join a gym. They'll be super cheap. There's super cheap gyms around by you. Yep. If you can't afford a gym, genuinely, which is possible, mm. resistance bands on Amazon, £9.99 for a pack of three. Uh, if you can't find that link, it's <laughs> tricky to find, actually. Uh, then There's so many options. This is the thing. There's so many options. And I will send you it. I'll send you that link straight away because for a tenner, that's all you need. You can do everything with that. Yeah. Then do your resistance or weight training sessions one to three times a week. We'd normally be aiming for three, probably, for somebody whose workload wasn't that, that much. But yeah. if you're in five, six days a week at drama school doing depending on your drama school, two or three dance classes a day, yeah. plus body conditioning, you might not be able to handle that load yet. So you might want to start out at one session a week. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't need to go crazy. Like a lot of a, a mistake that a lot of people make when they first get into, you know, into exercising and strength training is to go like five times a week, go yeah. absolutely crazy, go hard every single session and just, they absolutely burn out. Yeah. So quickly. And you're overtraining. So you yeah, might, you don't need to do that. You actually won't see the results that you want. So once, it, for most people in drama school, once or twice is probably enough, but we would say three as a as a goal to aim for. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, as long as it's appropriate for you, and then you're smashing through that fantastically to support your training. There would be full body workouts. Yes. What we mean by a full body workout is that each workout would hit every major muscle group in your body for one plus exercise. So you might do more if you have time or the inclination, but realistically, at least one. Major muscle groups, let's hit them with some. I'll do one. Hex. Hex. Chest. We'll say chest. chest. Back. Your lats, for example. Yep. Shoulders. Quads. Ooh, you're going to uh, de-group de the legs. I, I like was going to de-group the legs. Yeah, I like to, yeah. Okay. I would, uh, for, for me, I would whack legs all in in one. Fair. Only because uh, if we are short on time, then you can crack in squats or deadlifts and yeah. you get a little um, more bang for your buck. Yes. Yeah, yeah. However, quads was one, hamstrings would obviously be the other. You'd probably need to strength train your calves if you're dancing. <laughs> Stefan loves a car. This is something I've realized only in the last like week and a half, two weeks. Stefan loves calves. If, you <laughs> if you're doing ballet and you are not strength training your calves, <laughs> Error. I agree. I agree. But I just, it does make me laugh how much you love calves. I love a calf. It is a restoration era staple. <laughs> and finally, abs. Uh, and don't forget your neck exercises. <laughs> Jokes. That's a yeah. joke. Please don't do that. Um, uh, don't but, get a cable in the gym. No. Um, but yeah, full body workouts. We want to do full body workouts. A big part of the reason why is we want to avoid those DOMS. Like you don't want that delayed onset muscle soreness because uh, a lot of them this is a mistake that i think a lot of performers can get into is they go oh, i'm gonna do leg day how are you then going to do a show you are not going to be able to perform at peak ability if you, you're just slowly leaning back <laughs> on that chair, chair and it is absolutely <laughs> distracting me um you're right peak ability yeah you're back if in. you want to if you want to perform like so for example you're training at uh, drama school you want to be able to do your best during the day at drama school your training outside of that shouldn't hinder that mm. so by doing full body you're very unlikely to get into such a severe doms situation yeah, where you wouldn't be able to perform yeah you cannot turn up to a dance class and not be able to do uh the the 
the lift they need because you smashed uh, four chest exercises that morning or it's just unacceptable it can't it's not allowed no. like, so you'd get in trouble so you have and it's the same with a show so you have to split that load up over the week you'd actually get i would always argue better results by doing that so you're actually going to by splitting the same load up over your workouts throughout the week you repeatedly send that stimulus to the muscle. Yeah. Won't get into the science because there's other points to make. But. No, but that is but full body workouts. Just just full, full body work workouts. Out. I love it when we finish our sentences at the same time. 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 Full body. What else to do? Conditioning uh, work, right? Okay. Or well, we think we're funny. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody's switched off at this point. <laughs> no one's with me. Conditioning work, right? So uh, high intensity interval training, we mentioned like metabolic conditioning and cardio to emulate your performance levels. We mentioned the discrepancy between uh, dance classes and performance levels. You want to try and emulate that performance level as much as you can in whatever way possible. Now, we mentioned it's possible that these things happen at your drama school. You might do bodycon. Uh, if you don't, you probably want to find a way of doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of, we've spoken about this already, really. Um, you want to replicate kind of what you're doing as a performer um and there's a multitude of ways you can do that mm. um but yeah hit some hit, do hit some hit hit, hit some, some hit, hit. metcon and cardio and now uh final main point i suppose is mm. that you should be phasing your workouts phase them and by phasing i mean uh, we would recommend about every four to six weeks six weeks is a maximum you'll start plateauing after that point your body will have adapted to the stimulus you're giving it mostly uh, you want to change the protocol you use so if you are focusing primarily on strength then you will want to change that after that time period and swap to something else uh, you'll still get strength gains if you carried on doing that. They will just significantly be slower, be significantly slower. Um, so you're far better off swapping to something like hypertrophy, or like, which is where you build your muscles in order to support your strength gains uh, for four to six weeks and then going back to strength and you will find you'll be stronger rapidly. Absolutely. And I think this kind of leads into the point of you, you do want to repeat your workouts. Mm. There's a, there is a quite often a, a, a focus on people going, I want to do something different every workout, which is lovely, which is lovely. But it's if you want to see results, yes, then you need to be consistent. And we're only saying mm. consistent for four to six weeks. That's that's it. Like actually, that's not a long time to be consistent for. So no. if you can maintain that program for that period of time and then switch it up and then move it on. That's great. That's gonna you're gonna see so many more benefits by doing it that way. Yeah, do the same uh, weekly schedule for four to six weeks, over and over and over again. Write down the weights and the reps that you do. See how much stronger you get over that time period. Yeah. Feel like a boss. Carry on your day. Yeah. Go into your acting class. Get told that you're shit, and uh, <laughs> and be like, I don't care. Yeah, because my bench press is better I than it was care. before. I picked up a win. Yeah. <laughs> And the final tip is that make sure you stretch afterwards uh, just to make sure that we never add any neck tension. You'll only really be adding neck tension if you're uh, putting that tension in the wrong place, usually, uh, when mm -hmm. you're on your exercise form, but it's worth throwing in there anyway. And if you have those teachers, usually voice teachers that are really, really old school, they tend to say uh, that uh, you shouldn't be going to the gym, it's adding tension, then uh, happily listen, smile and nod, and then tell them that they're wrong. Absolutely tell them they're wrong. 
and then tell them to listen to the Fit2 Talk podcast because we have got a very special episode coming up very soon just about that one specific thing. We absolutely do. So we should start mentioning that. First of all, thank you for listening to this, as mm. that is the end of our point as to why you yes. should. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. How how to train. How do you train? At drama school. How to train? How, how to be a train? You might learn Choo-choo. that at drama school as well. <laughs> All aboard! <laughs> and on that note, right, you should not miss our next guest episode because we've lined this up very nicely. Uh, it is the first of a very, very special series for us. So, coming all throughout December, we have four super special episodes. They are our expert episodes. It's super exciting. <laughs> it is super exciting. As, as, we head, as we head into the festive period coming up, we thought we'd drop some extra knowledge for you. By, knowledge bomb! <laughs> by getting some incredible guests who are experts in their fields to share that knowledge with you. So uh, perhaps like an extra Christmas present you can think about like that. And uh, Oh, yes. I can't wait to unwrap that Christmas present. Oh, oh I'm going to tear it apart. We can it. use their expertise to make our lives lives a little bit better. Yes, we can. I, I cannot wait for these. We've been sitting on a few of these episodes for a while because we wanted to release them at the right time. And yeah, we th- we think they're going to be so valuable. There's yeah. some such amazing knowledge in there. And these guests, these experts are so fascinating. And I'm genuinely buzzed for people to hear this. There's some great stuff coming up. If you are joining the Fit2 Talk podcast for the first time and you're hearing about this now, you've joined a fantastic time because this is our Christmas period with our four expert guests. You're going to be getting uh, a voice coach. You're getting a self-defense expert. You're getting uh, what's immediately after that, a market research director followed by a scrub nurse assisting in brain surgery to learn about brain health. Like It's an incredible sequence of people uh, coming up. It's going to be a wild ride. And uh, yeah, obviously we've already recorded them, so we know what you've got in. But what's really important is that each person is going to give you tips on how to make your life better. So once you've listened to that episode, you should have numerous ways that you'll, your life will be better after listening to it. Oh, so excited. It's almost like we planned this. It's almost like it. <laughs> that first episode, our voice coach is Gemma Maddock, and uh, she is glorious. Yeah, she is glorious. And uh, listen, listen to that episode because there's so much valuable information in there. Yeah, especially if you're a performer. Yes, and even if you're not, actually, even, what's really important is even if you're not oh, a yeah, no, 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 we hit voice that, coach, yeah. yeah, to go like, how do you as a normal person, let's say you work a desk job, how is this relevant to you? Mm. It's super uh, exciting. It is great. And you can find out more about these guests on our social media at fit underscore talk. And if you've got any questions, some questions might pop up after you listen to this podcast, please hit us up. Slip side into those DMs. I'll be sat there doing some strength training. and don't forget to leave us that sexy review whatever that might look like and (laughs) if you like what you've heard we have been fit to talk with me stefan and me bobby and if you didn't like it we've been joe wicks peace out